Hello, listeners. Welcome to a Not-So-Pedestrian Adventures podcast. Last night, some friends were telling me about an interesting exhibit that they had seen at the Bob Bullock Museum. The exhibit is on alcoholic spirits in America, with a special emphasis on prohibition. Not only was the exhibit ending today, today is also the first Sunday of the month, which is free admission day at the Bullock Museum. When you enter the exhibit, you first see a wall of 90 bottles representing the average alcohol consumption of adult Americans in 1830. Not 90 bottles of wine, not 90 bottles of beer. In 1830, Americans drank an average of 90 bottles of 80 proof liquor every year. Some of the interesting factoids included that alcoholic cider was at least 10% alcoholic and that some of the types of apple trees that Johnny Appleseed spread around the nation were for growing trees to make fermented cider. Some of this consumption of alcohol can definitely be attributable to the lack of potable drinking water. However, alcohol was the remedy for many things. There was even a potion for female complaints, which was 20% alcohol. In addition, one brewer advertised his beer as good for nursing moms and toddlers. I hadn't realized how prevalent alcohol was in the 1800s. The exhibit mentioned morning and evening breaks for men to have a drink. In addition, there was a growler from the 1890s. At this time, women weren't allowed inside saloons. Instead, they would wait outside the saloon doors to get their growlers filled with beer. Interestingly, while I think only of lard being used to fry up delicious donuts or churros, at that time, lard was smeared inside the metal growlers so that the beer wouldn't foam. The next section of the exhibition focused on the people who pushed for prohibition, ranging from Susan B. Anthony to Billy Sunday. Then there was a hallway dedicated to the political machinations needed to get prohibition passed as a constitutional amendment. The Anti-Saloon League was a powerful lobbying organization that pushed through the amendment. Did you know that the amendment did not forbid the drinking of alcohol? It only made the manufacture and sale of alcohol illegal. As mentioned earlier, only men were allowed into saloons. However, due to the clandestine nature of drinking during prohibition, both men and women drank together publicly in speakeasies. The next area is a mock-up of a speakeasy with a bar, a few tables and chairs, and a floor with dance steps marked out. It was fun to watch as both children and adults attempted to try out the different dance steps. Printed on the bar were recipes for different cocktails, one even including rhubarb juice. A small hallway included some pieces on the fashion of the 1920s. The final area was dedicated to bootlegging. There was even contemporary footage from Fox News of the authorities raiding a moonshine still. During Prohibition, many other drinks became popular to fill the void. While grape juice became a huge seller, sometimes with comments on the package of what not to do to cause fermentation, other substitutes also grew in popularity, such as Kool-Aid and sodas. At the very end of the exhibit, we saw photos of some of the biggest names in bootlegging. There was also a camera set up to take your photo in the line of bootleggers. Unfortunately, today was the last day for the American Spirits exhibit at the Bullock Museum. Its next stop will be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at the Heinz History Center from February 9th through June 10th. The other exhibit on this floor of the Bullock is the Lobel, a French ship from the 1600s that sunk in the Gulf of Mexico. What is left of it has been dredged from the Gulf, preserved and is currently on display at the Bullock. In addition, there are several artifacts for viewing and a video documenting the recovery process. The other two floors in the museum are dedicated completely to Texas history. Admission to the Bullock Museum is $13 for adults, except on the first Sunday of each month, when admission is free. Parking is $10 per day, except during UT home games, when it is $20. There is one small rack for free bicycle parking. Thanks for listening.